This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. On this Wednesday, October 26th, we're exactly 13 days out to the midterm elections. Got a little bit of uh, cloud cover this morning, a little bit cooler. Looks like the fall weather's coming back into view. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Firm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark, on this Wednesday morning. Things are starting to heat up. The momentum's starting to build. Looks like a red wave is coming. All right, these are your top five headlines for this Wednesday. Let's start off with headline number five. Dr. Mehmet Oz and John Fetterman debate with nearly half of Pennsylvania ballots submitted. People will want to change their vote on Oz after experiencing Fetterman on live TV. Spencer Brown. On Tuesday night, Mehmet Oz and John Fetterman finally met to debate after the Fetterman campaign tried to avoid debating Oz, then finally folded under immense pressure from all sides of the political spectrum. From the Wall Street Journal, remarkably though, almost half of the mail ballots requested in Pennsylvania have already been cast and returned. As of Tuesday, officials had received 635,428 mail votes out of the 1 million 310,189 that voters originally requested. That's 48%. Town Hall. Unbelievably, moments after being read his own quote saying, I don't support fracking at all, John Fetterman says, I've always supported fracking. From CNN, the comments are part of a long and often contradictory series of positions from the Senate candidate on the industry. Fetterman's message about the industry has often depended on his audience, and he has attempted a balancing act. From RNC Research, closing statement from Dr. Oz. Ask yourself this and others in your family. Are you unhappy with where America's headed? I am. If you are as well, then I'm the candidate for change. Hugh Hewitt. Every Democrat on every ballot is mad at John Fetterman tonight for hurting them all. Sometimes the Biden basement strategy is not just the best way, it's the only way. Interactive poll, WPXI online poll, who won the PA Senate debate? Republican Mehmet Oz, 82%. Democrat John Fetterman, 18%. What's very unfortunate here is that half of the voters have already voted before they have even heard the candidate. This is why. We need same-day voting. This is why we need paper ballots. This is why we can't rush the process. People may want to change their votes after watching the debate. It was a complete train wreck. As I mentioned before, John Fetterman should drop out. He's not fit for office. He can't speak. He had a stroke. And there's no way that the Pennsylvanian citizen is going to vote for someone that is not capable physically, but also his, his policies are destructive, they're unproven, they're far left. We need some kind of 
revision to our voting rules and laws concerning mail-in voting and same-day voting. This is a big issue, needs to be addressed in order for the American people to trust their voter integrity and the voter process. All right, headline number four. Lee Zeldin and Kathy Hochul's debate was largely a referendum on her crime policies. Town Hall on Tuesday night, Governor Kathy Hochul, Democrat from New York, met to debate with Representative Lee Zeldin, Republican from New York, on the one debate she agreed to, although Zeldin called for several more debates. Representative Zeldin, in his opening statement, referenced the rising crime in New York and has been a campaign focus of his. In her opening statement, Governor Hochul tied crime to gun control. RNC Research. Lee Zeldin slams Democrat Kathy Hochul's pro-criminal policies for wrecking havoc in New York. We can continue with the status quo where they believe they haven't passed enough pro-criminal laws, or we can make sure law-abiding New Yorkers are in charge of our streets again. GOP comms director Jesse Hunt. Why are Dems in trouble in New York governor race? Question mark. This attitude toward crime and safety. Zeldin. She still hasn't talked about locking up anyone committing any crimes. Hochul. Anyone who commits a crime under our laws has consequences. I don't know why that's so important to you. Town Hall Representative Lee Zeldin, when asked about mandating the COVID vaccine for school children, quote, let me be clear to all of the parents who are out there, I will not mandate COVID vaccines for your kids ever, end quote. Reuters, recent public opinion polls show Zeldin is gaining on Hochul, prompting the governor to put new focus on public safety in the final weeks of her campaign. Early voting starts in four days. Okay, well, we all know New York is a total mess. Crime is rampant. We see the videos on a regular basis. People being pushed into the subway tracks. Just just the other day, they had an individual pushed a, a gentleman into the tracks and sent him to the hospital. You have stabbings. You have shootings. It's not just gun control. It's not just gun violence. It's beatings. It's stabbings. It's robbing. It's looting. It's pushing people into the subways. I mean, it's it's crime is is crazy in New York, and it's a, this is a direct result of the mayor, Mayor Adams, and a direct result of the governor and her radical pro criminal laws that have created a complete mess in New York City. It's time for a change, New Yorkers. The Empire State needs to make a decision here in the next 13 days. And I do believe Lee Zeldin will be the next governor of the great state of New York. All right, headline number three. Herschel Walker takes back lead in polls over incumbent Democrat Raphael Warnock. Just the news. Georgia Republican Senate candidate Herschel Walker has reclaimed the lead in his electoral contest with Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock. Walker initially began to emerge as the frontrunner in the Senate race as early as September though his polling numbers dipped following an allegation that he previously paid for an abortion, a claim he denies. Walker faced off with Warnock on the debate stage last week, after which polls emerged, showing him reclaiming ground in the race. Walker leads Warnock 48.9% to 46.5%. Okay, this is uh, really good news for the Republicans. We need that Georgia seat in order for us to have the majority in the Senate. And it looks like Herschel Walker is closing 
the gap, and he's coming in uh, as the number one horse for this race down there in Georgia. So we need to continue the momentum. These uh, There's 13 days left. You folks down there in Georgia, you need to make sure you pull the lever for Herschel Walker. He's your best choice. You need to pull, get rid of that radical leftist down there, Warnick. He's already proven his stripes since he's been in office for the last couple years. And it's time to have a big sea change and a big shift in our politics nationwide. This is a referendum on the Biden administration. It's time to send them packing. All right, headline number two. Elon Musk prepares finalized Twitter deal by Friday. Reuters, Elon Musk has notified co-investors who committed to help fund his $44 billion acquisition of Twitter that he plans to close his buyout of the social media firm by Friday, according to a person familiar with the matter. Equity investors, including Sequoia Capital, Binance, Gutter Investment Authority, and others have received the requisite paperwork for the financing commitment from Musk's lawyers. New York Post, the move is the clearest sign yet that Musk plans to comply with a Delaware court judge's deadline to complete the transition by Friday. Okay, so this is good news. Uh, Twitter is an important social media platform. We need free speech. Twitter drives the narrative, drives the politics. It's been censored. People, they've been censoring people on Twitter. And when Musk gets in there, he's going to strip it down. Currently has 7,500 employees. He's going to bring that down to 2,500. Get rid of all those little liberal moles in there that have been, been the gatekeepers of free speech, censoring those that they feel is not appropriate. And now it's time to have a big change in Twitter, which will open up the floodgates again to our First Amendment rights. So kudos to Elon Musk, and let's get Twitter back on track so that we can use it for what its purpose was, and that's our free speech. All right, headline number one. New York City judge rules vaccine mandate for city employees unconstitutional after city fires nearly 2,000 people. From the Daily Wire, Unvaccinated New York City workers scored a victory Monday after a New York Supreme Court judge ruled the city's vaccine mandate for all city employees is arbitrary, capricious, and unconstitutional. New York City Democratic Mayor Eric Adams fired roughly 2,000 municipal workers, including police officers and firefighters, earlier this year with who refused to comply with the COVID vaccination mandate, contracting or transmitting COVID-19 adding that vaccinated and unvaccinated individuals have the same quarantine and isolation guidelines issued by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. New York City for yourself. Judge strikes down New York City vaccine mandate for city workers. It's null and void, says attorney Chad Lavagila. We just defeated the vaccine mandate for every single city employee. Raheem Kassam, New York Supreme Court orders reinstatement of fired Unvaxxed staff with back pay says being vaccinated does not prevent an individual from contracting or transmitting COVID-19, adding that the mandates were about compliance. All right, finally, a judge with some common sense. Finally, they can shut down that crazy policies in New York City, again, run by radical leftists, run by nut jobs that are in public office. 
the mayor, who's a, I don't know what you want to call him. He's firing all these employees. Time to put them back in their jobs. Time to pay them their back pay. And time to scrap that vaccine mandate where it belongs and throw it in the dustbin of history where it sits for eternity. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Wednesday, October 26th. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. God bless everybody out there in the great American idea. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it. 